book of Revelation, uh -huh. chapter 7. I am not your old bad, I am not a Then I met Jesus and seen that the stone was I was running with the Put your hands in the air for Cardi. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the Wisdom Podcast, where we provide you with the wisdom to win in every area of life. I'm your host, Carrington Brown. So yesterday I was doing a consultation with the client, and um, I always ask people, like, if there was one thing that you could get out of this call, if there was one goal that you had to put on this conversation, what would it be? And the young lady I was speaking with said, I want to understand men. She said, I don't, I don't get men. I don't understand men. Uh, my father, he didn't give me really any guidance on how to deal and handle with men. So she experienced some things when she went to college. She's an adult now. And she was just like, I just want to understand men. And so she began to talk about her experiences and past relationships and what she had gone through and what she had experienced. And um, she was just like, you know, I, I don't know if my standards are too high or what, but the relationships that I've been a part of, like I never got treated, you know, the way that I really wanted to be treated or the way that I think a woman should be treated. And I just want to know, like, what is the issue? And so I asked her the question of who taught her, or who provided her an example of what it looks like for a woman to be in a relationship, for a woman to be treated and honored and cherished and respected as the queen that she is like, what, what, who was the example for that for you? of that for you. And she said, I didn't have an example. And so because she didn't have an example, she had just been, you know, making stuff up on the fly and just living life. And so then we went back to, um, you know, we talked about her childhood a little bit. And so one thing I always remind anybody that I work with is that I'm willing to be wrong. I am okay with not being right with something that I say. And I say that to let people know that they are, I'm comfortable with saying something wrong and them correcting me. And so I said, I, I gave her that one, let her know, hey, I'm willing to be wrong. And so I, I said, the reason I said it is because I want to ask you a question. And my question that I presented to her was, could it be possible that the reason why you experienced what you've experienced in relationships, gone through what you've gone through in relationship, is simply because you truly, deep down at your core, do not believe that you deserve to experience the treatment that you desire in a relationship? And she paused for a second, um, and she said, yes, <laughs> that, that definitely sounds accurate. And so then we started to talk a little bit about her past and what she's gone through, and I let her know it's impossible for you to experience what you desire in a relationship if you don't believe you deserve it. Because what will happen is if an individual does come to you who has the desire and wants to treat you the way that you desire to be treated, if you don't believe that you're deserving of that treatment, then you're going to push that person away. You're going to sabotage the situation um, so that you prove yourself right. I tell people all the time, like, your subconscious mind wants to prove you right. Like, whatever you believe about yourself, whatever you think about yourself, whatever you, you believe about people, situations, circumstances, whatever you believe about that thing, your subconscious mind is going to align your actions to prove yourself right. And so I let her know, sis, your issue or your challenge or your battle is not with your lack of understanding. Man, your battle is your beliefs. And so that's what I want to talk about a little bit today, how for all of us, not just some, not just many, for all of us, our number one battle is our belief. 
because we don't like the life that we live. We stressed out about Monday mornings because we go to a job that we hate. We know and believe that we have potential. We have calling. We have purpose. We have gifts. We're not walking in it, not moving in it, not activating those things. And it's all because we don't believe that we don't believe that the positive things of the Bible were referring to us. We don't believe that God really created us in his image and likeness. We don't believe that we have the power and ability to do everything that Jesus Christ did, plus even greater. And so because we don't believe that, we're not able to experience and see the results or the fruit of the belief of that thing in our life. And so the reason why we don't believe this stuff is because we allow ourselves um, to be defined by what we go through, by experiences, by people, what they say to us, what they say about us. And so because of the, the situations and the, the experiences that we go through and that we have as we grow up, everything that we experience talks to us and tells us something. Like it plants a seed about something. And what happens is if you don't intentionally tell yourself the opposite of that, or I'll open the door for you to experience situations that tell you the opposite of that, then you will live a life believing these limited beliefs about yourself simply because you didn't intentionally do something to change that belief system or change that thought about yourself. And so I don't want to just talk about the problem. Like I want to provide a solution. Like I want to help y'all get out of this, right? And one thing I just want to just remind you guys as well. Um, because I, I work with a lot of people and it's funny that I don't know why it happens, but it's funny when I tell people like what I'm struggling with or what I've struggled with or what I've gone through, it always amazes them. And I'm like, why is that surprising to you? And their response is like, you helping me so much and you doing this for me and you doing this for people. But, you know, I never would have thought that you battle with stuff. And I'm like, that's the only reason why I can talk about what I talk about. Like if I had no testimony, if I had no struggles, if I had no battles, if I had, if if I wasn't imperfect just like you, there would be no need for me because I wouldn't be able to relate to you where you are and I wouldn't be able to give you the knowledge, information and wisdom that you need to get on the other side of where you are. So I'm just on the other side of the issues that you coming to me to help you with. That's all. And so I want y'all to understand that going into what I'm about to say. So let's talk real quick. So when it comes to... um reconstructing your belief system, changing what you believe about yourself, changing um, the life that you did, that not that you desire to live, but the life that you're living. It's all about beliefs. And, and when it comes down to beliefs, it's all about identity. And when it comes down to identity, it's all about you spending enough time with God and investing in that relationship with God for him to be able to show you who you are. Through personal conversation between you guys, you know, Jesus Christ went to the cross so that you can have an open line of communication with God. So God, God informs you about your identity through prayer and uh, meditation. When you speak to him, you quiet down and let him talk back. But then also he blesses us with the Bible to tell us who we are. And that's a challenge for us, because even though we live life as Christians, and even though a lot of us, we live life by the by the boundaries um, and the outline of the Bible, for many of us, we battle with believing the Bible um, is talking about us. And, and because of that, it causes us to not truly walk in the promises or expectation of the promises or the or the completion of these promises in our life. So first things first, when it comes to 
changing your beliefs, you have to go back to the source and you have to invest in the foundation of your belief. So you have to go back to God to grow in God. Why? Because God created you. And he said, I created you in my likeness and image. Therefore, if you want to know who you are, you go to the source of your creation and you have conversations with the individual that said, hey, you look like me and you got characteristics and qualities of me. Spend time growing in that in that relationship and spend time in communication with that person so that as you spend that time with them, you will see, OK, they have this characteristic, they have this quality. So if I'm made just like them or like them, shoot, I must have them, too. Right. So, boom, you got to invest in that relationship with God. You got to spend that time with God, because without that communication, without that relationship and without spending unrushed quality time in your Bible, it is very difficult to really know who you are, find out who you are and then walk in the abundance and the obedience and the discipline and the consistency and the commitment of who you truly are. Boom. So first things first, we got to grow in God. We got to spend that time with God, invest in that time with God. Now, second um, we got to invest in ourselves, right? Because of, once again, I said earlier, because of what we've gone through, because of what we've experienced, those experiences have planted seeds of negative belief within us um, and a negative self-image and negative ideas about ourselves. So in order for you to change that, or the number one way that I use with people to help change that is affirmations. Like you need to wake up every day and tell yourself who you are. Like you need to look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself how awesome you are, how phenomenal you are, how amazing you are. Like, tell yourself the plans or the promises that God told you that he has for you. Like, all of that is truth. It's not fact. It's truth. Therefore, if God said it, you do your part. It has no choice but to happen. And so you got to affirm yourself. So I always advise people that you affirm yourself at least twice a day. In the morning, as soon as you wake up, so you can start your day off with some truth. And you can start your day off telling yourself who you really are before the world has an opportunity to tell you who you're not. All right? So one in the morning, then one, um, tell yourself again, do your affirmations again before you go to sleep at night. Why? So you can go to sleep thinking about how amazing you are, which will give you peace in your sleep, which will give you peace in your dreams. Right. So I, I advise everybody, like once you create you an affirmation list, yo, you tell yourself who you are in the morning when you wake up and before you go to sleep at night. Like, you deserve to know who you really are. You deserve to feel what it feels like to be that individual that you see yourself being in the future. Right? You deserve that. Yeah. Boom. So, one, boom, we got to grow in God. Got to grow in that relationship. Build that relationship. Two, we got to invest in ourselves. Affirmations. Loving on ourselves. Telling ourselves who we really are. And the third thing that I'm going to give us um, is we have to change our environment. Right? I like to, I really like, I really want to say diet. Let's go with diet. And I know I've said this before on the podcast, but I need y'all to get this. Like, we really have to be more cautious of our diet, not just food. Like, food is important. Food matters, right? So we are, we we understand that food plays a role in our thought processes. It plays a role in our feelings, our emotions, our energy, our ability to focus. And so, yes, we need to be cautious of what we're actually eating and putting in our body. But we also need to be cautious of um our surroundings. So we have to be cause of our environment because we have to understand that our environment influences us and it leads us, directs us and guide us and plant seeds in us, whether we like it or not. So we have to be cautious of that. And so when I think about um, when I think about our environment, when I think about our diet, when, we th- when I think about what we're digesting and the importance of that, it always takes me to um, the verse Philippians 4, 8. And what it says is, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. 
Think about these things. Think it. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me. Everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. So in the, in Philippians 4, Paul is telling us, hey, you need to focus on the things that are honorable, that are right, that are pure, that are that are praiseworthy, lovely, admirable, excellent. Why? Because if you focus on those things and that's all you're depositing in yourself and you got to see yourself as like a bank account, you can't take out more than what's in you or you overdraft. Right. And so whatever you deposit within yourself, it has no choice but to come out. It has no choice but to be withdrawn. And you have to ask yourself, what do I want coming out of me? Like, what do I want? What seeds do I want to be planting in my life? What seeds do I want to be verbally planting, physically planting? Like, what do I want to be listening to and hearing? Like, what do, do I really want this what I'm listening to and what I'm watching? Like, do I want my life to look like that? Do I want my life to feel like that? Do I want to experience life like that? And I would think for most of us, no, because majority, most people, um, 85 to 89% of people in the world um, are not happy or satisfied with their life. And it's because you've allowed your environment and what you've gone through to define you, plant seeds in you. And now you live a life within the limited box of the limited people in your life, if that makes sense. So, yeah. We got to break out all of that, right? So in order for us to change our beliefs, once again, beautiful people, we got to grow in God, build a dad relationship, spend that time with God, grow in the word so that he can show us who we are as a reflection of him too. We got to invest in ourselves, love on ourselves in the form of affirmations. Wake up every day and before you go to sleep, tell yourself how awesome you are, how amazing you are, because you are those things, right? Um, and the last thing is we have to be cautious of our environment. We have to be cautious of our diet. Be cautious of what you're listening to, what you're watching. Once again, that verse is Philippians 4.8. And once again, it says, now, brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thought on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. Thank you so much, beautiful people, for tuning in to this week's episode of the Wisdom Podcast. If you are not following me on all social media platforms, I am the Carrington Brown. Once again, the Carrington Brown. If you have not yet taken advantage of your free 15-minute consultation, stop playing with it. Click the link in the description box below, and let's begin the process of creating the life that you desire and deserve. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love y'all so much. But until next time, peace, and y'all have a blessed rest of the day.